You're listening to Jack Barksdale's Roots Revival. So, ladies and gentlemen, Jack Barksdale. Hey, everybody, it's Jack Barksdale here. Uh, Welcome to my show, Jack Barksdale's Roots Revival. Now, this is going to be an interesting episode today because Gally Winter is going to be taking over the podcast. And I've got Mr. Cody Starr here from Galley Winter. What's up, Jack? Uh, Thanks well, for letting us much. invade. Yeah, yeah, this is going to be fun. But uh, before we start, I wanted to ask you a little bit about Galley Winter. So uh, tell me a little bit about Galley Winter's history and how you got started. Right, right. Yeah, we, uh, we, we've been around for over 20 years now. Um, I haven't been with... Galley went for 20 years. I've only been writing for three or four years now. Um, Brad Beheeler uh, is our editor-in-chief. Um, and we uh, we basically, for the last 20 years, it all started 20 years ago. We had a um, couple of couple of guys get together, and this is when Pat Green was taken off. Um, and uh, they were basically a bunch of friends that would go together and travel on weekends and make road trips and uh, see shows together. And then they would start, you know, they set up a website. It used to be called Tour Up from the Floor Up. And yeah, and then and then they got permission uh, a few years later to, to uh, use Galley Winter is a like a B-side song, a Pat Green song, right? Mm-hmm. It's a, yeah. It's a really, isn't, it's actually a good Pat Green song. Really. Isn't his uh, ranch also called Galley Winter? Yeah, he grew up on a on a ranch. Uh, they called it Galley Winter, and uh, he actually told me the story behind that, and he's told it many times to a lot of people. But it was, you know, um, his brother uh, was riding around on a little, you know, horse, a uh, little, you know, it's a stick with a little plush horse at the end, and and. And his parents asked him, where are you going? He says, I'm going to Galley Winter and there ain't no girls allowed. And so that <laughs> kind of stuck. And uh, that that ranch is still there, I think. But yeah, we got uh, we, we got permission from Pat to use that name. And then the name transitioned to Galley Winter. And then it became much more than just a Pat Green thing because Pat Green started his own fan club, the dance hall. And then, uh-huh. yeah. And, and so, uh, so we've been around ever since. Like I said, I've been writing for Galley Winter for four years. And Brad's been writing since I think like 2005 or 2006. He's probably been doing it even longer than that. But, uh, and then we have a bunch of other people that help out. We have a, we have our own podcast called the co-write um that donovan don and bobby duncan do and then we um mm-hmm. and then we have uh several other people you know we have to- a photographer we have it's basically a community of friends that just like to enjoy texas music um and uh yeah could you tell me a little bit a little bit more about uh kind of what y'all do yeah we do a lot of stuff um we uh, we mostly write. Uh, we do. We only write about our mantra is basically support the music you love. So we instead of uh, we we write about uh, if we come across people we like to support a lot of up and coming people like yourself, guys that are getting mm-hmm. started, uh, uh-huh. and ladies getting started, and we just want to um, let people know about what you guys are doing. If it's something we dig, you know, we'll write an album review. We'll, we'll, we do song premieres a lot of times. Like if an artist is coming out with a new tune and they want to get it out there to, um, to the people that read and, 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 and listen to us, then we're, we'll oblige. We, uh, and, and sometimes Brad does this thing called Brad's corner every month where he's just kind of writing what's on his mind. It's kind of a think piece type thing. And occasionally I'll do that too, but he's mostly uh-huh. doing that. Cool. Yeah. So, you know, since this is your new new podcast and I'm taking over now, 
Um, we should probably talk a little bit about you. I know you've probably told some of these stories many times to other people, but, you know, I think, you know, everybody knows you're around Fort Worth and this part of Texas, but, you know, as you continue to spread and they discover this podcast, I think, you know, they should be able to go back to these first couple of episodes and learn about you, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So why don't we, uh, let's, so how old were you when you first, uh, picked up guitar and started playing? Uh, well, probably the first time I picked up a guitar, literally, was about, well, I was about four and I got one as a, as a Christmas present from my parents and uh, I strummed it and it sounded terrible. And so I kind of wanted to, it sounded really fun to be able to pick up an instrument and just know how to play something on it. So when I was seven and my hands were finally big enough to play guitar, I got some guitar lessons. Oh, so you had somebody teach you, you got guitar lessons? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Cool. So do you, uh, do you play by ear or do you learn a lot of music theory? Do you do a little bit of both or? Well, mostly, uh, I just play either by ear or the Nashville number system. Ah. Really nothing super complicated. Gotcha. So wh wh how old were you when you wrote your first song? I was probably six or seven and, uh, I actually went back and looked at it, and I was surprised how, I mean, it wasn't good, but it wasn't that bad either. Yeah. I mean, I had a lot of really, really bad ones after that, but. What was the name of it? It was, I think it was called Sunny Skies. Huh? Well, that's, that's good. I was going to ask you, because I know, like, so we, I guess we got to mention Towns Van Zandt, don't we? Because it mm -hmm. wouldn't be a Jack Barksdale podcast without talking about Towns Van Zandt. Yeah, I've actually got a picture of Towns right there on the wall. Uh-huh. Yes. Live at the old quarter. Yes, sir. Yeah. So, uh, <clears throat> so what, uh, what made you gravitate to him? Because like, you're a happy, you're a happy kid, man. And so like Towns, you know, sings a lot of sad songs, so. Yeah, well, uh, Towns, I'm, I really like how he, how he writes songs. It's very different than most people do, and uh, he writes it almost like a poem. There's this, there's this song that he wrote called Quicksilver Daydreams of Maria, and it's one of the beautiful, it's one of the most beautiful songs I've ever, ever heard, but one of the most beautiful written pieces that I've ever heard like of poems and every it's one of the most beautiful things I've ever heard it's my favorite song yeah I uh I, I remember you talking to uh, about that song uh one of the your one of your I think your first podcast right mm -hmm. and so like I always want to um ask you so he's your biggest influence right so if he were still alive and you could like have dinner with him talk to him what would you talk to him about i don't know probably well, what, okay let's ask a simple what would you have what would you eat with him like what kind of food i would eat anything if it meant i got to talk to towns <laughs> i would eat chocolate covered crickets <laughs> oh wow yeah that's a delicacy i'm sure yeah <laughs> wonder how towns would feel about that <laughs> yeah so what would you ask him you ever thought about that uh well maybe ask him about like his process and how he would write those songs or how he would put those feelings that he had into those songs uh, or maybe I would just 
leave him alone and <laughs> not talk about that. I'm not sure. Yeah, it's kind of like you're, when you meet your heroes, right? You kind of get a little nervous, right? You don't want to fanboy out too hard, but at the same time, you want to tell them how much you appreciate what they've done, right? <laughs> I, I, yeah, yeah I guess what whatever whatever would come naturally. Yeah, yeah. So um, speaking of talking to him about writing songs, so what do you... Th- when you write songs, uh, and you've written many songs already, even at twelve, um, do you do you are you a melody person? Do you think about the me- like when you fiddle around on guitar, or do you come up with the lyrics first, or do you do a little both? It really just depends. I just uh, I don't really think it matters if what order it comes in, as long as it turns out okay. Yeah, so sometimes it comes one way and sometimes it comes the other? Yeah, like maybe I'll have a cool melody that I've been messing around with and then I think of a line and like, hey, that would go with that. Or maybe I have a maybe I have a line that I wrote a while back and then I think of this melody and and I find that line and it's like, hey, that goes with this really well. Or maybe I found an I f- remember an old melody and find an old lyric and they go together. Gotcha. So it's kind of, it's kind of wild. Like, how did you, so you, you, on your earlier podcast, you were, um, you were talking about how you, uh, you know, got introduced to Towns Van Zandt via, you know, some of your other music buddies. Right. But like, <laughs> was there, you know, that's a deep, Towns Van Zandt is somebody like I, when I started my music journey, you know, I started at like popular level music. Right. So like, Pat Green, for example, and then you, then you start, you know, then you start going back to like his influences, like Robert O'Keefe, and then I mean everybody knows who Willie Nelson and stuff is, but then you, you start going back, then you start getting into like Walt Wilkins, and and then you you know you keep digging deeper and deeper, and then you get to the songwriter songwriter like Towns Van Zant. So was there is there anybody else that like you started above with, or have you always been kind of down at the songwriter level? I don't know, cause my mom always liked a lot of songwriters, and my but my dad always, he always likes a lot of like, uh, like 90s rock and grunge. Uh-huh. So uh, I kind of got both of that. And that's kind of how I got started in the in the blues is Nirvana did this Lead Belly song. Well, it isn't a Lead Belly song, but Lead Belly is known for doing it. And uh, it's called In the Pines or Where Did You Sleep mm-hmm. Last Night or Black Girl. There's a lot of titles for it. And uh Nirvana did that, and they talked about Lead Belly, and so I went back and found Lead Belly's version, and then I found the blues, uh, uh, kind of like that. But then for the songwriters, I kind of started on, like, the Highwaymen, like uh, Johnny Cash, Willie right. Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson, and uh, then some of the local Texas songwriters, like uh, Bruce Robinson and Kelly Willis and... Uh, Kevin Welch but then after that I kind of I got Spotify and I got to just kind of I could just search whatever music I wanted and uh, it always recommends stuff too right so it, if you're it, sometimes listening. it'll recommend stuff right. but then eventually when a uh, guy Clark died uh, a lot of people had told me that uh Towns and Guy were really good friends, so I went back and listened mm. to a lot of Guy, but then I went back and listened to a lot of uh, Towns, and I just really love how Towns writes, and so that's kind of how I found Towns. Gotcha. Did uh, 
So you mentioned Nirvana and uh, like 90s grunge. So are there any other like, so what, you, what other kind of music besides like Americana folk do you enjoy? Well, uh, well, again, like the 90s grunge, and I always liked, I liked Alice in Chains the best. Oh, yes. that, was, that was like my favorite band out of that whole group. But, uh, so then, who do you typically listen to, like, besides Towns on a typical day? I don't know. Sometimes I'll listen to some Tom Petty or Traveling Wilburys, something like that. Uh, and then there's also, uh, Maybe some of my friends, like Will Sexton, is a really cool artist. Mm-hmm. and uh, Or maybe his wife, Amy LeVere. I listen to both of their albums a lot. Uh, Will just put out a new album called Don't Walk the Darkness. He, I think he recorded it in a day with this band called The Iguanas in New Orleans. And it's just an amazing album. I've been listening to that almost every night. And uh, then sometimes I'll listen to... Uh, I don't know, really, whatever I feel like. The blues, listen to a lot of blues and folk. Uh, yeah, you mentioned, uh, what, so Lead Belly and Lightning Hopkins and... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love uh, Blind, uh, Blind Willie Johnson. Uh, yeah, a lot of really cool people in the blues. I think you're winning this music thing, kid. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we were we met, we have a mutual buddy in Dan Johnson. That was right? it, yeah. And he had a crawfish bowl. And I, I don't eat crawfish. Do you eat crawfish? Uh, no, I don't. But uh, he had this, I think he had these buckets of oranges and potatoes. And I just had a lot of those. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that all goes in the lemons and stuff. And you, yeah. the big old tub of crawfish and stuff, right? And I remember you came in and uh, we walked in and you were there playing, you know, you were rocking the slide guitar. And then uh, I remember Dan coming in and shaking his head and in envy because you were rocking the slide so hard and then we walked out the <laughs> walked out the door and and uh and then uh we didn't get to talk very much but uh I, your buddy rio came in from um copper chief that was awesome yeah he so he played piano before he even started playing guitar and he sat down at that piano and he probably played for an hour or two you sat right next and, to him though yeah yeah and it was the coolest thing and they had just won. They had just come straight. They had won the award for best new band or something like that. It was some Texas Country Music Award, right? And so yeah, they brought and the trophy. I, and I think he also brought B, Bree Bagwell's trophy. He said, oh, that's right. Yeah, he brought both of them. Yeah. How did he end up with Bree Bagwell's trophy? That's kind of weird. I don't know. I, I, I'm not sure. I don't remember. I remember it was funny, though. Yeah. I think they took a picture with it and then was kind of messing with her and then uh, ended up taking it. Gotcha. Gotcha. Here's another little thing. Uh, I'll, uh, I'll mention. So we talked about talking about the, that you have a new podcast, but one of the other things we're going to use this for is, um, we do one of the, uh, one of the favorite types of articles that Galley Winner writes is what we, it's a little thing called 20 questions. And so what we're doing right mm, now yeah. is we're, we're, we ask 20 questions. People really like to get to know the artists and, um, you know, kind of even stuff that's a little off topic. That's not strictly music. We like, we typically talk about the music they're writing at the time, but then, um, we, we kind of ask some silly questions just so people kind of get an insight into your personality that has nothing to do with music. You ready for uh-huh. some? Uh-huh. All right, cool. So, um, 
well, this has to do with music. So we'll get to the silly stuff in a minute. But um, so where's your favorite place to play? Well, during the this quarantine, I built a blanket fort. And, I saw uh, that. You I, were... Although I've played a lot of really, really cool places and it's kind of hard to pick, but the blanket fort was pretty fun. I did a couple of live streams from there. It was, yeah, that was. Yeah, I saw that. That was, that was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. You played Green Hall yet? Uh, well, not, not officially, but one of the, Bob Livingston was playing there uh-huh. and I, so, uh, Bob invited me to go play with him and he got me up for a couple of songs and it, that was really cool. All right, that it was a really fun day. Yeah. Yeah. Dang. All right. Um, so you've been doing this music thing since you were four, right? So, or you started learning, right? So do you think you're going to stick with this or you, you're not going to become a lawyer or something, are you? <laughs> well, uh, I don't think so. I mean, things always change. <laughs> I mean, you but could be a lawyer I'm, if you wanted to. I'm but. planning on be- being a musician as long as I want to or don't want to. Is there anything so, else you would uh, ever thought about being like an astronaut or a weatherman or something? I always wanted, uh, well, not always, but I always thought it would be cool to be a leather worker. Ah, like a tradesman, like a, that would be cool. You can make your own guitar straps. I know, and yeah. for all your buddies, and leather smells good. It does smell good. Uh-huh. Yeah, I played baseball growing up, and like, there's nothing better than smelling the leather in a baseball glove. It just yeah. remind you and, of spring. And there's a there's a leather air freshener too. Oh, yeah, yeah. You put that in your car too. You can make your car smell like leather. Yeah, I have. A, like three of those up in my room. Oh, so we walk in, it smells like a slaughterhouse. So it's a bunch of cow hides up there. Is that what you're saying? Uh, that's funny. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, so you've done also a lot of co-writes and it was kind of cool. I've seen during this whole quarantine thing, you did a bunch of co-writes over Zoom with a bunch of your buddies. Yeah, I've I've only really done, I had only really done one kind of official co-write before that where I actually finished, where we actually finished the song before the quarantine. But uh, yeah, I got to do a lot of those Zoom co-writes. It was really fun. Yeah. And uh, is there anybody, excuse me, is there anybody uh, that you want to do a co-write with off the top of your head? You can get it out there right now. And so when they listen to this podcast, they uh, might give you a phone call. Well, there's always like those uh, pie in the sky people like Willie Nelson and Chris Christopherson. Uh, But then uh, there's also like the local people like Bruce Robison or Kevin Welch. That would be really cool. That would be awesome. Yeah, Bruce. Or or Hayes Carl. That's a really good one. I love Hayes. Have you met Hayes? Yeah, I actually got to play with him too. Oh, you did? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, I got to interview him not too long ago. Uh, He's super he was, nice. Yeah, yeah. He was a very nice guy. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, let's get into some of the fun stuff here. Um, well, man, I keep saying it's fun stuff. And then I, my first question to you is, what's your favorite subject in school other than music? That doesn't sound like a fun question. Sorry. <laughs> well, uh, I like math a lot, but then... Uh... Lately, I've really been getting into a lot of the lit- literature, and I've been reading The Grapes of Wrath. Oh, yes. And uh, I am I think I'm more than halfway done with it, but it's taken me a while. It's like 400 pages. Yeah, it'll and, probably uh, help you with your songwriting, I would imagine. Lots <laughs> yeah. of literature and 
Yeah, and I I read The Old Man and the Sea. That was really mm-hmm. good. I loved that. Hemingway. Uh, I think it's called a novella where it's not quite a short. It's a little too long to be a short story, a little too short to be a novel. So you're a big reader. You like to read a lot? Well, I wasn't really. It was hard for me to read when there were other sounds going on. So I would just have to like clamp my ears and just, I don't know, it was weird. But then I, I guess it was because I didn't really like the books I was reading because, you know, I, I, I like Towns Van Zandt and like that kind of writing. And so when you're, I don't know, it was, it's just a lot more enjoyable when you like what you're reading. I agree. I agree. My son's like that too. He has to have the silence and certain things he likes to read. And if he, if he finds something he loves and just he'll stay up all night reading. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those types of things. Okay. What's your favorite meal? Uh, well, Whenever we go to a Tex-Mex restaurant, I get a a side of beans and rice, and I mix them together, and then I pour some salsa on top and mix that in with it. Then I get a chip and dip it, and so it's like a little beans and rice and salsa chip dip, and it's really, really good. Hey, it's all going to get mixed together when it goes down the pipe, huh? So I might as well mix it up top. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. All right. What about your favorite, like, beverage to drink? Uh, well, there's a, I like sparkling water. There's a Waterloo sparkling water is really, I really like their flavors and stuff. That's really, that's one of my favorite drinks. That's Uh, not water, water smoothie. (laughs) uh, Are you a Star Wars or a Marvel guy? Looney Tunes. You're a Looney Tunes guy. (laughs) That is old school, man. You're like an old soul. That's awesome. Do you prefer when you go on a trip somewhere? Do you like going to the mountains or do you like to go to the beach? Well, just because probably just because I've been to the beach more, I really like the beach because I I love digging holes. I'm I'm pretty much just like a dog. (laughs) I I like to run around and drag big sticks around and uh, dig holes in the beach. Do you go get the ball when somebody throws it? Yeah. Yeah? You pay fetch? Yeah. <laughs> like, what about frisbee? You like beach frisbee? Throw the I frisbee do. And you catch it with your mouth? <laughs> oh, I've never caught it with my mouth, but I've tried. <laughs> okay, so you had, uh, on one of your first episodes, you had uh, your buddy Rio on from Copper Chief. Yeah, the guitar slingers. Yeah, and he was uh, he he asked you what your dream guitar was, and I remember you couldn't answer. Um, and he said that, like he said, you were a late '60s Telecaster guy. Oh I think, yeah, didn't he, he said yeah, you would look good in a '62 Telecaster. Yeah, that's what it was. I, so I have to disagree with him, like because I, I thought of two things when I thought about a perfect guitar for you. Number one um, is the guitar from Guy Clark's song. You know, the one that he finds in the pawn shop. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I can see you playing that with the with all the finger style and, and the old school folk that you play. I could see you doing that. But that one's not really a real guitar, right? It's like a magic yeah. guitar. But I think the other one is we should, you know, you want to meet Mil- Willie Nelson. We should figure out how to get him to give you trigger when Willie's done with it. <laughs> but you might have to fight the Smithsonian Museum for that because I think they've already got dibs on it. <laughs> but... uh I think we I think we need to figure out how you could get trigger. 
What do you think about that? It's got a hole in it, everything, and he puts a new hole in it all the time, right? Yeah, it's got a couple sound holes in there. Right, you got I me. Mean, you got some beat up looking guitar. I mean, that's that's like fake beat beat up looking. Yeah, but that one's got a crack in it. You said so. Yeah. You know, I I've think got, it would fit in nicely. I've got a oh, I've got a '50s Stella guitar upstairs, and uh, it's got there's a hole in the back that was a. Uh, patched up and then there's a there was a couple cracks and and uh the pick guard has been taken out so there's the holes where the screws were in but it just sounds amazing and so i actually i'd probably say now my dream guitar is a is a 12 string stella because that's what lead belly played and uh, I just love the sound of that. And I think he tuned it down a whole step or like two whole steps, something. Can you tune it down two whole steps? What, like, will the strings be so loose that you can do that? No, I've never... no, I actually did tune mine down, even though it's not a 12 string, although it sounds better down a whole step. It actually sounds better down a whole step than it does at nor- at standard. And I really appreciate you letting me come over here and take over your podcast and get to ask, do our 20 questions thing. Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, and live This form. has been really fun. Yeah, this is a pretty cool thing. And uh, I hope, uh, you know, I look forward to hearing more of your podcast in the future. And, you know, we, we, we um, you know, see you at a live show here pretty soon, I hope. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to be playing down in my, you know, my hometown's Granbury, right? So you can go down there uh-huh. quite a bit. So you play at Bob's or you play at, uh, what, what's the, uh, you, you ever played Silver Saddle? No, uh, really the only, I played, a. I did use, I used to play this place in Granbury, but since it's Bob's? closed, but no, uh, uh, but it closed. So really the only place I play in Granbury is Bob's off the square. Okay. Okay, and you play that place in Bluffdale, too, quite a bit. Uh, I can't yeah, remember the name. Green, the Greenwood. Green, Greenwood, yeah. Greenwood Saloon. Very cool. Well, I'll have to catch you soon. All right, bud. Well, thanks again. Yeah, thank you. Again, uh, this is Cody Starr over here, and my name's Jack Barksdale, and thank you for listening.